The Honda UASA Racing Podcast. For official news and exclusive content, follow us on Twitter at Honda Racing BTCC and on Facebook at Honda UASA Racing. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to Fife in Scotland for a weekend of the British Touring Car Championships here at Knock Hill. My name is Rory McAllister. Matt and Flash came into the weekend, seventh and second in the driver's standings, respectively. Perhaps a bonus for Matt with no lead success ballast in his car. For Flash carrying 36 kilos at his home circuit and 23 points behind leader Colin Turkington. And with the weather hammering it down with rain one minute and glorious sunshine the next, qualifying was always going to be an interesting affair, but more on that later in the podcast. Since we've come to Scotland, I thought it'd be a good idea for you to learn the Scottish language in three easy steps. But for now, our regular feature, A Different Corner. I asked Matt and Flash about their favourite turns at each circuit we visit throughout the season. And here's what the boys had to say. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the circuit's a bit like a roller coaster ride, but I think, um, you know, up at the Arnold Clark chicane, it's just the most spectacular corner in British motorsport, you know, for... Anything you see pictures of touring cars, that's the corner that they're coming from because the cars are miles up in the air on two wheels. It's really tricky as a driver to commit enough on the way in and not lose time. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a proper corner. You've got to take a big deep breath, and uh, yeah, that's definitely my favourite. So just talk us through that. What happens then with your speed and what's going through your mind at the time? Yeah, it's uh, it's tricky for a few reasons. It's a, it's a big incline on the approach. Um, and it's a little bit like a humpback bridge out on the road, but we're taking this in fourth gear, so 100 miles an hour, not far off. And uh, we, as you go across the, the top of the chicane, you've got to turn left and right, so there's a massive weight transfer in the car. One of these big sausage curbs that, uh, that we hit on the inside, so the car's literally at a kind of 40-degree angle, and you're, you're willing it to come back down on four wheels rather than on its roof. So, uh, yeah, massive commitment, and uh, one that all the drivers love to attack. Now, this may seem like an obvious question, but is Knock Hill the circuit you've driven around most in your career? Probably not. Um, I mean, I only raced here, really, for about three quarters of one season, so I've not done that much around here. OK, I've done a lot of laps instructing over the years, but, uh, you know, I was chuckling to myself because when I went out in free practice this morning, that's the first time I've driven a race car around here since the same event last year. So, yeah, it's... Uh, of course, I know where the circuit goes, but we've got a championship with a lot of professional drivers, and it doesn't take them long to figure out where you know where the best lines are. So, do you think you could drive around it with your eyes closed? Um, God, I mean, there's half a chance, probably. <laughs> probably here more than anywhere else, I could drive around it, but um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fancy it. Um, I'd, I'd have to have a bailout option, I think. <laughs> okay, Gordon. Well, tomorrow for race day, do it for the fans. Up on two wheels. Give us something to take a photograph of. Oh yeah, plenty of photos, but uh, silverware is what we want, and uh, the bigger the better. One of my favourite corners is actually turn one, the first one you arrive at, on the limiter in sixth gear. So you're, you're pulling big speed into there, just clog it down one gear, and you, you get good air as you go over the top. Of the road really drops away into Duffer's Dip. So uh, that's probably a favourite of mine around here. Now, I asked Flash earlier, is his home circuit? It's not necessarily the one he's driven around the most, but I said, do you think he could get around it blindfolded? Uh, and he said he could give it a pretty good go. How about you? As long as I was roped to him, I, I, I think I'd be all right. Um, I've obviously done... I've been around a, few, a, a fair while. I could get around most places. Been around the block, as they say. <laughs> uh, I could have a crack at most places, but, you know, I, I, and I've also I've been in the barrier at a lot of places as well, so <laughs> might take the odd detour. <laughs> 
still to come on the podcast are lessons in the Scottish language. We're going to teach you in easy steps how to get by if you ever come up here to Knock Hill or even if just venture over the border into Scotland. So qualifying over the weekend, here's how it shaped up. Although Colin Turkington clocked the fastest time, an eight-grid penalty left over from events at Snetterton earlier on in August meant that he had to start as far back as ninth, which meant that Sam Tordoff was in pole position, Rob Austin second on the grid, the current champion Andy Jordan in third, Gordon Flash Shedden was fourth, Matt Neal fifth and Jason Plato sixth. So that's how it shaped up for race one and there'll be more on the three races towards the end of the podcast. For now though, we're in Scotland and now it's time to learn how to get by north of the border. How to speak Scottish. Lesson one. Greetings. All right, pal. Hello. How are you? All right, Gadji. How's it going? Good weather out there. It's pretty bonny and brawny, isn't it? Hello, sir. It's a lovely day outside. All right, pal. I nod as good as a wink to a blind horse. Hello there. Please explain yourself properly. I didn't understand that. <laughs> Lesson two. In the shop. All right. Can I have an onion and a? Hello. Please may I have a mince and onion pie? All right, neighbour. Can I get a bottle of ginger there? Hello, my friend. Please may I have a bottle of pop? Hey, pal. Go on in all day, that. Need to get home to see the wings. Excuse me. Could you please hurry up? I need to get home to see my children. <laughs> Lesson three. In the home. Hey, Mary doll. You gotta get your backside in gear here. This house is absolutely mocking. Hello, my darling. Is there any chance you could tidy this, please? It's a little dirty. Hey, you. I'm just in for my work. You got to calm the bairns down. All they're doing is shouting, and my head's banging. Hello, darling. I've just come in from work, and those children are making my head sore. They had enough. I'm away for a penny heavy. Right. That's it. I'm off down the pub for a pint of bitter. So there you go, a survival guide for you next time you come north of the border to Scotland. Well, how did it all finish up then? A bit of a mixed weekend really for both drivers. Matt started very well indeed. He won race one, but race two was 14th and race three as far back as 11th. As for Flash, he had a podium finish in race one as well with a third, then 12th in race two and sixth in race three. But points picked up nonetheless. So with Rockingham two weeks away, Colin Turkington leading on 390 points and flash in second 23 points behind i caught up with both drivers to see what they had to say yeah i mean a blinding start considering we weren't expecting um, awesome results here but to get a first and third in the first one and then it all it was going right in the second one but then i got pinged for a jump start so we, i got pulled in for a drive-through from um from the lead and it's all been it's been pretty much downhill from there so i, I got a 14th in the second and uh finished up with an 11th from 14th on the grid in the third one. So it's a shame because the car's been ballistic. Civic Tour has been absolutely on fire around here. So uh, yeah, it's what might have been, but um, you know, Flash is still in the, in the points championship with the drivers and we're still the, very much there in the, in the, in the teams and manufacturers. Yeah, I mean, all looked like it was going swimmingly, you know, a nice podium in race one, it was a frantic race. And then uh, completely out of luck in race two, just taking off on the, on the third corner of the first lap. And obviously that's, you know, it makes the rest of your day very difficult. So yeah, really di disappointed with race two. That was um, 
avoidable contact from Austin's point of view, you know, I think. But and then race these the salvage job, you know, again the car felt really good. Just nowhere to go and uh, you know in the tight and twisty turns around here. Because you'd pegged back some points on Turkington after race one with the third finish. He'd started back as far as P9, uh, so you managed to get some points there. But but still, you go to Rockingham, 23 points behind, and there's still three weekends left. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's still all to play for. You never know how you know how, how luck can change. But you know, yeah, it just didn't quite play out for us this weekend. But you know, we certainly won't give up. More. We'll give it everything going to Rockingham. The Honda Uasa Racing Podcast. Without racing, there's no Honda. Oh.